1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 180. Harry, start with socials. Yes. Uh, uh, just quickly, <laughs> I'll keep doing this. <laughs> just quickly. Yeah. Just quickly, I've found this lump under my arm. <laughs> yeah, probably have. A uh, hundred and... No, what am I on about? 40, <laughs> over 40 people have rated us five stars on Spotify now, so thank you very much. You can also do it on iTunes, The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter and YouTube as well. That was a disaster. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Harry, you're really up for like getting the podcast started then. And, uh, <laughs> and then that happened. Uh, excellent. Um, Bayliss, how was skiing or do we need to ask Sue Gray? Uh, it was very good. Um, I won't pan down to the broken leg, obviously, but uh, no, all safe. <laughs> all, all safe. It was very, very excellent. enjoyable. Very good. Uh, and Jack Williams is here. I'm just writing us one star on Spotify after Harry Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Oh dear. Right. Well, it was a winter break, so no football to talk of per se. Um, But the big story, I guess, Harry, is the January transfer window. Um, I think, you know, we were talking last week, Adama's probably going to go. We thought he would be going to Spurs. He's gone to Barcelona. I think it's the first time a Wolves player has gone from Wolves to Barcelona. Just what are your thoughts on that transfer to begin with? I mean... I'm gutted he's gone. I said last week I wanted him to stay. It was expected, wasn't it? And I think, I suppose the good news is, is that he's gone to Barcelona. The bad news is he's gone on loan for the time being, but it does look like they will 
give us 30 million, is it? Something like that when he does go. So I'm gutted. I wanted him to stay. I think he'd have been brilliant to come off the bench and our push for Europe. But we have got the likes of Neto to come back. So very disappointing window though. But in hindsight, after what Scott Sellers said at the beginning of the window, oh, should we be surprised really? Probably not. Um, Bayliss, is the option to buy Traore a good deal for Wolves or does that just work in Barcelona's favour? Well, I don't really get it because there still seems to be a bit of ambiguity, isn't there? Whether it's an option to buy that they've got to take or whether it's an optional option to buy. It's an option to buy, yeah. Yeah. A bit strange, isn't it? Like We've just literally gifted a player away that's fair enough. He's got his critics, but at the same time, it's not Garrett, you know, he could... I'd be an absolute flop. We miss him for half a season and then turns up back again and wants to leave with no contract time left. So we sell him for absolutely nothing. Does it make sense, Jack? No, to be honest. No, I don't think it does really. It would have made sense, I think, if we got that much money and we still had time to invest it in January when we needed it. But if you look at this transfer window and... The way we've been saying for weeks, and it's not just fans saying it, I mean, the manager himself has said it on numerous occasions that he's a couple of players light. And then to go into January in the position we're in, full credit to them, done really, really well, overachieving probably with the fact uh, the size of the squad we've got. To go into January transfer window with this great opportunity to really push the top six, seven teams in the league and then leave it with a weaker squad than when you started, in my opinion. Because what have we really done apart from... Apart from bringing players from grasshoppers, send them to grasshoppers as hoppers, <laughs> and then um, and then sell or lose Traore for at least half the season to um, to another team. Uh, that's that's weakened the team. It definitely has. You've seen the last few games the difference Traore's made. So that's definitely a weaker squad. So I think it's a pretty poor transfer window. Really, I'm guessing that uh, their hands must be tied on some things. But I also think they won't just spend on anybody. Which, uh, but I think. Overall, I think it's, it's quite poor, really. I think the only good thing is that he didn't go to Spurs because especially with some of the figures that Spurs were flow, flowing around, like yeah. to lose him for 15 million to a, to a rival was just ridiculous when they kept saying about that. But it always goes to show, really, that people just don't really know what's going on. How, how much interest was there from Spurs? How hard did they try? Because apparently he, he was talking to Barcelona over Christmas. So it's not yeah. like a new thing. It's been going on for a while, really, and shows how little people actually actually really know. Um but in terms of for Adama, I'm actually quite happy for him because it's obviously the move that he wanted on a personal level. And you can't really begrudge him that because if it's be like us playing abroad and having the chance to go back to Wolves a few years later, we'd all obviously want to take it, wouldn't we? So on a personal level, I feel really happy for him. But um, if he had to go, we we needed to bring in, not necessarily a replacement of his position because it's a competitive position, but there's other areas that we need to bring in first team competition for, which we haven't really. Do you um do you know when the FFP resets? No, it seems a bit of a dark art. I mean, Man City can buy whoever they want, and we yeah, seem to get tangled with it. You see, the likes of Everton and Villa going mad as well. But it's I don't know, I don't know. Um, do think... Adama, sorry, with Adama as well. For, for thing to point out, he took a massive wage cut, didn't he, to get to oh, Barcelona as well. well? Not a wage he? cut. Uh, like he hasn't taken the more more money that Spurs, I imagine, would have offered him. He's kept on the same money because there's no improved contract or you wouldn't improve but your contract terms. The Barcelona president said, because of that, we are definitely going to sign yeah. him because of what he's shown, you know. Yeah, so um, Fabrizio Romano, who's probably still hibernating after a very, very busy January, um, as it always is with him, says the Barcelona president, Laporta, uh, we've an option to buy clause included into a Dama Traore deal with Wolves and our plan is to trigger that clause. It's on him. He made a great effort on his 
salary to play here at Barcelona and that buy option clause Fabrizio Romano says is 30 million euros which is what 60 million pounds in today's market so uh, a very good uh, Brexit dividend there but Harry do you think do you think that it is almost a little bit of a win-win for Wolves because um, you know he could be a flop at Barcelona but Wolves could qualify for Europe and do you think that's a little bit of leverage in terms of maybe even him signing a new deal come the summer because stranger things have happened Adam, I think he's gone. He's gone, isn't he? Yeah, you reckon, you reckon that's it? Oh, he's, will, that's though. it, yeah. And what, what I will say, I think a great comment here from, good name, by the way, Ponce de Leon. Man United, West Ham and Arsenal didn't do much better, did they, than us in the window? So there's there's a little bonus, a little positive to point out. But I don't know. Uh, Adama's gone. Yeah, that's it. He's done. It's his bloody hometown club and it's the club he loves. As we just mentioned, he took a cut and it's sad to see him go and it was notable that he didn't actually thank Wolves at all, did he? Um, mm. Have you noticed that on his social media, which was kind of strange? I thought you'd do that. But he ain't gone yet, has he? That's the thing. Oh. He's not properly gone. He's, I know everyone, he probably will go to Barcelona officially in the summer and imagine it'll all come then because I suppose something could change. I think it's very mm. unlikely, but I wasn't too worried about that, really. I'm not going to cry about that because I think he will say thank you in, in the summer when he actually does officially leave. He'll tear it up in the Europa League, won't he, Jack? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, to be fair. But again, I know, I know you're laughing because Barcelona are in the Europa League, but it's, it's, still, it's still a draw. It's still it's a draw. Of course. It's competition yeah. feasibly that they can win and he can win something for his uh, his home club. I know that obviously they've got their own financial troubles and haven't been the, the force that they once were. Obviously, otherwise they won't be signing players from Wolves, would they? But um, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, on, I said on a personal level, fair play to him. But I think we need to look at the window as a whole and not just the Adama saga and really just reflect about whether this is a, a missed opportunity and uh, if it's going to come and bite us. Because at the moment, it seems like they're putting all the eggs in the basket of the midfielders are going to remain injury free and the players coming back are going to come back firing as of mid-February is what they seem to be banking on. And I don't think it's that simple, but we'll have to see how it plays out. Bayless, are they right yes. to do that? Banking on the, the players that we've sort of seen in training through the various videos and photos that Wolves are releasing? It's the only options we've got, really, isn't it? Can't buy anyone, then. I thought they could look at a loan move somewhere or at least try to strengthen up or give us something in reserve. We, we are pretty light now, aren't we? we Johnny, uh, we don't know when he's back. Neto, we don't know when he's back. So Hopefully soon. Harry, uh, I think there's a comment in there from Saul. Um, yeah. Opinions on Aaron Ramsey, because I know there were a couple of uh, rumours linking him with a move towards. He, he went to Rangers in the end. Yeah, I see that Juventus obviously cover, are still covering most of his wages, which you'd expect. At 400 would, grand a week. He, he would have been sat behind Matinho and Neves for us, wouldn't he? So that's probably why we didn't look at it. But even uh, Van der Beek and Deli Ali, have gone to, they both went to Everton, didn't they? So I don't know. We've, we, we're light in that area. When Jordal went out to Grasshoppers on loan, I got a bit excited thinking, we've got a midfielder coming in, whether it's a loan to buy or, you know, someone to buy. And it hasn't been. And if Matino, we say, we're like a broken record, but if Matino and Neves get injured, what we do, we've got Sace and Dendonka midfield. It's just, just a bit of a worry, isn't it? Should have covered um, that area for me. Jack, how is a 25-year-old Deli Alley worth up to £40 million? And we're saying that 26-year-old Adama Traore is... We're happy with 30 million. What, what is going the, on there? The contract makes a difference, doesn't it? The fact that Dharma's only really got one year left in his contract. I don't know how long Deli Ali had on his contract, but again, you're asking these questions. The, the form everything are in, I mean, they're dropping like a stone, aren't they? They've been pretty terrible this year, but they're still attracting that calibre of players. I know they've got history from take for taking uh, top six or top four clubs, Deadwood, uh, but you know, it's still quite a draw, <laughs> so isn't it? True. Really? 
It doesn't always work out, does it? Otherwise, no, hardly you know. ever. I think Everton have a great record of ruining players. <laughs> so, but you know, even one of those signings that we'd all be probably bounced off the wall now, thinking it's brilliant. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to see, really, especially with with Everton. Um, see what happens but they're in a bit of trouble at the moment so I'm guessing they had to try and do something probably to get the fans back on side uh, I think they're strange signings for a team in the position they're in like, we know mm. Deli Ali gets his arse in his hands and can have a strop and he's a bit dirty I think you know he's going to have to come back to his best ever form to help him out and we don't really know much about Van der Beek because he hardly played at United Lampard might get the best out of them though hasn't he that's probably what they're thinking Got the best out of Mason Mount. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, I should have no, tweeted no. someone. Uh, someone uh, put a picture on of Deli Ali and Lampard meeting, and then they put the caption of Lampard saying, "Hello, Mason." <laughs> <laughs> well, Harry, do you think it's a wider problem here um, that we maybe should talk about? Is that player power? Do you think players uh, have a, a little bit too much power? Because we've seen Aubameyang also join Barcelona because he's been a naughty boy at Arsenal. He's been disciplined and then they've cancelled his contract by mutual consent. He goes and joins Barcelona on a, what is a, essentially a free transfer. And then Arsenal fans are saying, well, we saved him 15 million, but mm. they spent 50, 60 million to bring him into the club in the first place. It works both ways, though, doesn't it? Like, there is player power, but at the same time, when a club don't want a player, they soon fuck him off, don't they? So, with the Aubameyang one, that's strange, isn't it? Because he just got left out to dry a bit there, didn't he, recently, until this has happened. I don't know, with the Adama one, I, he didn't. He didn't seem like he forced his way out, did he? I think that it was probably just a mutual agreement. His time was over. He wanted to. What an opportunity! You, you can't begrudge him going to Barcelona, can you? Like, I kind of think it's gone down quite well within our fan base, hasn't it? If he'd have gone to Spurs, it'd have been World War seventy four on Twitter. So I think it's worked <laughs> out okay. Yeah, it's worked out okay, and, and you've got to be happy for him. But he is. A, he's going to become a monster. You know it. He's going to absolutely tear it up. You just know it's going to happen. They're, they're only fifth. They're miles yeah. from the pace. Yeah, so, he's going to turn them around. They're, they're bloody. Winning the league now, have you? No, I'm joking. But you know what I mean? He'll <laughs> kill it for him, I bet you. I, I think, you, yeah, begrudgingly, I I think I, I agree with you. But I mean, it, it really does depend which Adama turns up. And I'm, I'm just getting flashbacks of me talking about Jota when he went to Liverpool. Um, so I, I, I won't, I I won't drop myself in here again. <laughs> the defending quality in the Premier League, I think, is better than the other leagues in Europe. And he could have a field day. Mm. Potentially. I think so. Um, one that was split in opinion where fans were getting really frustrated, Jack, uh, was saying, where are the signings? Where are the signings? Um, Wang Yi Chan, uh, number 26, staying until 2026, announced on the 26th, uh, the day he turned 26. Uh, good signing? Well, it's not really a signing, is it? It's a player who's already here. <laughs> like, Permanent it's, it's, signing. If you, if you say we're, we're like feeding off scraps, it's like... Yeah. like how was your transfer window? Well, we signed a player who's already here. And look at these players coming back in February. We were already here. <laughs> and, and we got a bloke from Grasshoppers. So, um, but, but, you know, obviously, Tony Gomez has coming in and done well. So I'm not going to be harsh on him. But I didn't quite get, like, why we were sending like players like Jordao out as well. Why is Jordao gone when we've got no midfielders? Mm. I know someone in the comments there has mentioned Luke Cundor. And maybe Bruno sees something in him. But oh, I, it's just not enough. It's just not enough depth, is it, in midfield? It's quite yeah, worrying. No, no, not at all. Jack, grasshoppers, and esports. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's the future. Yeah, no, they were saying what's... something. Yeah, about today about oh. a Ballon d'Or for Fabio Silva potentially on the esports, but no, carry on. <laughs> Do you know, um, the other week when we, we were joking, weren't we? When that uh, tweet got put out, that thread of Huang, Johnny, Muscara, and uh, who was your, who's your bonds injured? Johnny. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but 
Um, it's come true, isn't it? They were putting those cyber things out, weren't they? So we're all like, don't worry, we've got everyone to come back. That's their thinking, isn't it? It's mm. definitely their thinking. That's what, if it's Jeffrey in an interview now, that's what he'd say, wouldn't he? We've got them to come back, so don't worry. Adama wanted to go. We've got cover. But it's been a poor window. You can't uh, deny it. And it's the same old. We, we should have expected it, shouldn't we? But we all get excited thinking we're going to bring people in. We never do. Hope that, hope that kills you. Um, Oscar Burr has had his contract ended by mutual consent. So I don't know who Matt Cooper is going to base his hairdo on next. So it, <laughs> it is it is curtains for Oscar Burr. Um, can I speak to the manager? Um, Jack, how would you rate the transfer window? <laughs> Two, I'd say. I think, let's say, how, how could it have reasonably been worse if we'd lost Neves? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that would have been so that'd be like a, a zero or a one, wouldn't it? I know we've, we've uh, what have we done really? Signed Huang. Have you got Chiquinho. the list of like, actual players? Yeah. Chiquinho, Chiquinho. yeah. But he's is straight he, is to he... the 23s, isn't he? So, well, yeah, exactly. Is he going to be actually around the first team or not? I, I really, really don't know. Um, he so, might really, Saturday. maybe. So, let's be honest, it it's, it's a, we've come in with, as I said earlier, we've left January with a weaker squad than when we started it despite being a player's short anyway. And so you've got to say it's two out of ten. Yeah, you can't give it any more than that. It could have been did worse you, if we'd lost other players. But Did you see Carlos Car- Carvajal, is it? Did you see his interview? I saw it briefly. I haven't actually caught yeah, any of it. So he, he's managed, is he manager of Braga now, I think? Somewhere right in far. Anyway, the point is, they asked uh, him about Bruno Large because obviously... They've got history together, haven't they? He's kind of uh, Bruno Large was kind of his little apprentice, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And he said, Jeffrey Oh, yeah, I spoke Wednesday. I spoke to Bruno. He said it's all good, but he's a bit worried that they've only got 14, 15, 16 senior players and the midfield's very short with three. So behind the scenes, Bruno Large is obviously concerned. And he yeah. must have showed, like shared those concerns to Jeff and that. And they still haven't give him what he wants, I guess. But <laughs> I'm taking on board what you're saying, and also Adama's going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, essentially exactly. what's happened. So that's a concerning uh, thing because obviously they never let anything out anymore, do they? The uh, apart from that Scott Sellers thing, which uh yeah we they don't let been. anything out unless it's going to grasshoppers, that's for sure. So uh, just a quick one on we skipped over it really quickly. Do we all think we'd like Huang deserve to get a contract? He's top scorer. Uh, yeah, I think he did, but there was a lot of backlash, wasn't there? There was a lot of people like, "Whoa!" I boy. think I was born out of frustration of not signing any other players. Really, the thing mm. is with Hwang, he scored some important goals, but he's also made a couple of silly mistakes. He's gone missing a lot as well. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it's, he's he scored some important goals, won us some few points, particularly towards the start. But there's been a few games where he just seemed like a bit of a passenger. Any? Sorry, are you and talking about Adama Traore or? Uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, fair point, but <laughs> He has yeah. got a good song, though. Right. Yeah. He's got, he has true. got a good song. That's true. Um, I think the guy that, one of the people that sits behind us in North Bank uh, hit a nail on the head. He said, Adama Traore is the most... Shut up your dickheads frist- in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put your shirt on, you absolute weapon. Away, you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, you can't help but be frustrated at Adama Traore, but every time he gets the ball, you cannot help but get excited. And I think that just sums him up. It really does. Yeah, um, I agree. As a, just as final one, uh, Jake Wright on Facebook says, uh, "Gotta love how on the day Albion lose two 0 to a poor Millwall whilst ripping up seats and throwing flares, we loan a player to Barcelona." So I think that's a nice, <laughs> nice note to end on. The uh, any uh, favourite Adama memories before we move on as well? I think we've got to do that. West Ham away. I was going to uh, say West Ham away uh, when uh, we had like a donkey when we just started before, in the league. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I did a uh, city. I did, I, I did a video in it and I picked out five best moments, and the one I did forget which was quite an important goal, thinking back, which cemented our Premier League survival. Was that one of Fulham? Remember that Fulham goal last minute? 
in lockdown. Yeah. That was quite an important goal. Yeah. But oh, I mean the obvious one's Man City and it and West Ham, but yeah, I think that that goals. um that, that goal against West Ham, um, when he absolutely took absolutely everybody on and then pinged it. Oh yes. Lots of round yeah. gone. Yes. Den Donker was, was in the home. Den Donker was in the home. It was like the 93rd minute, wasn't it? It was like the last oh, that, you're, t- you're thinking of the away game. They're you're thinking of the away game. game but, yeah. um, ah. um, uh, for me, it's not even a goal moment, but I'll always remember just the penalty against Seville when he won the penalty, got brought down, and then yeah. Nunes hits it straight at the keeper. Some of his runs have been mad. You meant, Sam mentioned that one. That one against Villa this season, when he should have scored, when he ran the yeah. length of the pitch. He's done a few of yeah. them, hasn't he? But, but then he obviously yeah, yes, yeah. we forget about it. But beast. I mean, absolute beast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he will be missed. I mean, he might be coming back, though. You never know. <laughs> Strange things, though. Uh, right, okay. Well, let's turn our attentions to the weekend. It is the FA Cup fourth round. It's Norwich at home. We are all going. How exciting. Um, Jack, you're driving again, even though the last time you drove, um, we ended up staying out all night. So that, that can't happen again, can it? No, yeah. I'm actually going to drive back home after. I'm not driving back and then leaving the car and staying at my sister's. No. no, no I'm, going on the tra- I'm going on the Definitely. train, I think. It's easier. Um, right. Harry, how do you think Bruno will approach this one? Because <laughs> this is a chance to. Do you think it's a chance to play those new signings? Because if it doesn't go so well, well, it's only the cup. Let's concentrate on getting into Europe. If they do sort of look like, oh, hang on, wait there, we might have some players here, then they could be competing for positions a little bit earlier than we might have expected. So is it is it a kind of a win-win, or am I just being overly optimistic? Uh, I think it'll be similar vibes to the third round, where we see the likes of Ruddy and Fabio Silva, and then it'd probably be Totti again, wouldn't it? Because Sace is unavailable still, I'd guess. Or is it, he's not he's moving back yet, would he? I think he is. He might, might be back. Whether he'll be ready to uh, go, I don't know. He'll, he'll, still, he'll save it for Arsenal, won't he? There so wasn't much time tiny. difference. That's the good thing. It's not like he's been uh, the other side of the world. Be interesting to see if Den Donker plays in midfield, comes in for like Matinho or something to give him a little bit of a rest. But let's face it, like Norwich, to be fair, we all wrote them off, didn't we? Like on this podcast before Christmas, yeah. but they've done well in the league. Whether they'll they'll probably go weak, won't they? Let's be honest, their their main goal is survival. So we should win this game. Um, Bruno will want to win it. So we'll we'll make changes, but we'll be going strong again like we did against Sheffield United, I guess. And I hope we win. Should be a good game. Should I throw myself under the bus now? Yeah. Please I what <clears throat> I watched Norwich's third round FA Cup. Of game. course you did. Oh, well, how did you Jesus. how how did you watch that then? Oh, how no. did you witness that? Oh, stream no. from, from the end of my road is oh, here we go. to Greenwich and then it's oh, one stop to Cholton. Very convenient. Um, and my friends down this way, a lot of them are Cholton fans, so I did go and watch Cholton versus Norwich as a bystander. Oh, rather than there being scanty. a red plastic rather than there being a red plastic seat empty, I thought I'd go and watch it. That's very um, good of you. Norwich were poor. Cholton were the better. <laughs> Cholton were the better team. Cholton should have won it. Is that the third round game? Wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. it. What, did Cholton they play a strong like... team, Dan? I couldn't really Norwich. tell. The kid that scored a couple the other day, the the Yank, he played. Oh yeah, yeah when he, that's a good goal that was, wasn't it? When he like he like yeah. flicked it onto the bar against Watford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they had a young left back that looked pretty good that played, and I couldn't pick many. I don't know many of the Norwich players. They brought Pookie on second half, and then they scored. Um, but. Norwich with no great shakes with the starting eleven they went with. Um, Jack is starting eleven for Wolves. Oh, starting eleven. I, I agree with what the guy said. Really, I think we'll go relatively strong, stronger than uh, Norwich probably will because they've got other things on their mind, particularly after they picked up form. Um, so, Ruddy and goal, um, Cody, Toti Gomez, uh, and Kilman, probably. 
eight Nori, and then oh, he didn't play Samedo last time, did he? Maybe Hoover or hey, did he scored? He scored Samedo. Oh, did he? I, remember. Yeah, I remember he thought he blasted yeah. it over the bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Yeah, Hoover sure, got yeah. injured. I think Hoover got injured in the warm or got COVID or something, didn't he? I can't remember, but I think Hoover would have started, but then he started Samedo. Yeah, Dendonka, Neves, Podence, Fabio, and who else is fit? Trincao, probably, yeah. Um, I wouldn't imagine Wang or uh, or Neto are ready yet, are they? But they have been training. Maybe we'll see some players on the bench. I'm, I'm not sure how far off they are. Um, I mean, there's enough space on the bench if any of them do, <laughs> we just want to come that out, really. Um, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But I think it'll be something along those lines. I don't think it'll be major changes. I think Fabio will go play up front, Rudy will play in goal, and the rest will uh, just be familiar faces, probably. Full house, hopefully. We'll get to ticket news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Harry's score prediction. Yeah, I think it's going to be a comfortable afternoon, but I don't want to jinx it. Hopefully a semi-full house. I doubt Norwich will bring many. Decent atmosphere. The football's back in it. People will be excited. I'm going to go 3-0. The same as the Sheffield United one. Harry hoping for a semi and 3-0. Bayless? <laughs> I think 2-0. I think we'll just have too much from. They're going to definitely put out some weaker stuff. And if we stay quite strong, we'll, we'll beat them. Um, Jack? Uh, I don't think it'll be as straightforward as we think, but I'm going to go with like a 1-0 or something. But I think we'll get, just, we'll get through. I do just want to throw in uh, Ricky's comment there. Uh, he says, just throwing it out there, Cody at centre defensive midfield no. four at the back. No. Been playing Listen, FIFA too much, Ricky. That's what it is. Ricky, when we was in the Championship under Lambert, he couldn't even get in the midfield then. He had to go right back. <laughs> so he ain't going to be good enough in the Premier League in midfield. He's a good sweeper at it. That's his new position. That saved his career. End of. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll be going there two one Wolves. Um, let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Uh, yeah, I have got some betting odds. There are no specials up yet because it's FA Cup and there's other football on. But um, a few scorecasts. Wolves are proper favourites for this, so then the prices aren't great. But um, yeah. two nil silver first goal seventeen to one. I, just, I, I think that's a sensible bet. Three um, no, one so. Wolves. Then Donker to score first ninety to one. Quite like that. He's due one. I think he, he tends to pop oh, up in these sort of he's games. He's due one. He can't, he can't finish he can't his score, can he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one I got was Wolves to win 3 0, Harry. Your favourite man, Samedo, first goal. Yeah. 240 to 1. Take that. That is short, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jack, has, <laughs> Jack has your ticket news. Um, yeah, I do actually. Um, so it's looking like it is a full house uh, for the FA Cup game on um, on Saturday against Norwich. Some good news for the uh, attendance fans is the green stand is back. No longer it green. It is green. It hasn't been green for years, but I still... No, I remember when it was all trees. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice little wolf head, wasn't it? Um, nice little uh, thing. But anyway, that, that they fixed that now. Um, they're really on the ball with that. It's only cost them half a season of ticket revenue. They could put the Billy Wright hospitality in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was why they had to get it shifted along pretty much. Yeah. All the posh oh. people now are going to be sat uh, sat with sat no on the charcoal seat. Has anyone ever sat in the green stand? Yeah, no. I did um, back in the no. day. So it weren't green. So the two the, the Premier League season under Dave it's Jones. It's been grey for like ten years. Yeah, <laughs> when we beat Everton, me and my dad sat in there when we beat Everton two one. At Emery Kamara scored that screamer. Bloody hell! This was That's that. nineteen that was years only, ago. That was the only time I've ever sat in there. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I have. Uh, no. Karen, no, sorry, I, Jack. I, I mean, we can, we, can, 
We can sit in the North Bank and still get wet. We don't need to go to the Green Stone. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fine. Um, limited tickets left for the uh, home games against Arsenal and Leicester. Maybe a couple of singles knocking about. Not many, really. And on the away games, not much to say. Spurs away sold out. Um, and the West Ham ticket information I gave you the week. Uh, and that's it, really. So, Sorry. Um, yeah. Can I just say something? Looking, looking pretty of... full. Talking of away fans and that, you just reminded me. First of all, sorry, Ricky. I don't mean to be aggressive when I was about Cody. <laughs> that happens sometimes. But yeah, um, someone put it on Twitter earlier and it actually reminded me because I listened to the podcast. Have you listened to Ben Foster's podcast with Tubes about away grounds or things like that? No. He, there was a little section when he talks about Wolves Ben Foster and saying it's the most hostile atmosphere he's ever witnessed. <laughs> he said he was going around the back of the goal with the ball and there was a man, like obviously a dad, with two kids there screaming abuse at him. <laughs> ben, he said, ben Foster said he was like pointing to him to go, that's your two kids there. He said they're about five and six and like he said the bloke didn't give a shit. He's going, nah. <laughs> they're not mine. He said, yeah, he said it's a horrible atmosphere to play in. Obviously, we all we do. Uh, to be fair, I didn't like him, but ever since listening to his podcast and his YouTube and that, he, he is quite a sound bloke. Isn't he? He's always been about the banter, hasn't he? Even like yeah, from yeah. Albion, what top top bloke, honestly, guys. <laughs> top bloke, what a guy. Yeah, great guy. Uh, whilst we're on whilst we're on tickets, if anyone listening does have a spare for Tottenham, can you drop us a tweet, please? I want oh, to go. For God's sake. Oh, be, I thought you'd be at Charlton again. <laughs> Char- yeah. Charlton away. Um, anyway, it's, it's actually a pain to get to Tottenham. But it's on Sunday, isn't it? Oh, you'll be all right then. You'll get yeah, one. Okay. You'll get one if it's on Sunday, yeah. You'll be all right. Um, I think we've got a quiz from Harry. But before we just go to that, when I saw quite a local story was that Roberto Carlos come out of retirement to play for Sunday league side Bull in the Barn United from Shrewsbury. <laughs> Is that the maddest transfer deadline day signing of all time, Bayliss? Is that up there with Dildo Gate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the days. Like, it's not the same anymore without a purple. No, is it? no it's not. No. I miss Harry uh, Redknapp as well. Exactly. Yeah, Hang you've got to have Harry Redknapp like, leaning out of a range over the window. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any. When didn't Odden Wingy drive to QPR. another club? QP, yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, fuck off, mate. <laughs> Um, um, is is um is there a player that you you would love to see back at Wolves? And I'm going to say that they're in their prime this. because I, I I don't think I, I don't think he'll still be the best player on the on the team when he Roberto Carlos. I mean, he, it's Roberto Carlos. Is there a player Harry you'd love to have him back in their prime? Uh, I love Sacco, but obviously, wow. We're covered in that. Honestly, he's probably my favourite player ever, Sacco. Uh, but if, even at his peak, would he even get in our team? I doubt it, would he? Not even now, really. Because we've got such, such good at uh, covering that area. Uh, maybe, well, Steve Ball, isn't it? That's the obvious uh, answer. The obvious we could do him right now. Robbie Keane. What about Lescott? Would you take him in his prime? He ruined him? it for me when he went to Villa. Uh, not Villa, West Brom, sorry. Oh, Paul, Paul Ince or Irwin? Yeah, but Inter and Irwin, although they were brilliant for us, they were kind of past it when they played for us. Oh, so, but we're saying in their prime. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Te- Gaza, technically. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, technically Gaza, yeah, he yeah. played in a friendly at Arias, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, right, go on in, Harry. Here's with a quiz. Is it as difficult as last week? How many 1800s questions are there? I don't know. We're, we're just thinking, we're all like Gaza on a Saturday, aren't we, in the North Bank? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, back to the quiz. Um, yeah, so three questions each, lads. The first six... Uh, about transfer windows from the 2000s to 2010, if that makes sense. So, like that 10 year window. Mm-hmm. And then the last three are true or false. Bit better than last week's quiz. I reckon you'll get a few this time. 
Who wants to go first? Randomly juggle yourself. Uh, ladies first, man. <laughs> Frankowski, Ponzi <laughs> de Leon's book. Frankowski, <laughs> the missing piece of the jigsaw. Right, we're, so we're, we're going. Uh, we're going. I'm the Sam only one Jack with Bayless. manly facial hair at the moment. You normally Sam Jack Bayless. We're going. Go Sam on, Jack on, Bayless. Mags are all mixed. Right, question one, Sam. Yeah. Michael Gray was someone who played at Sunderland, but it wasn't from that club that he joined Wolves in 2007. Who sold him to us, Michael Gray, in 2007? Uh, Blackburn Rovers. Cha-ching! Straight on the board. How'd you know that? I knew that. I knew that too. Chai Adams. That's a great question. Just better than last week. Just last week already. It's a good question. Who signed in 1832? Yeah, yeah. It was a bit bad last week. Sorry about that. Right, Jack. Let's go with... Yeah, that one. Which defender arrived from French club Marseille, I think it is, or Marseille, Marseille, Marseille. in 2009? The French club Ronald Zubar. Well done. Oh, good pick, good Jack. Show. That was quite Very fun, good. I, I can't wait to see Bailey's face. That. Yeah, Bailey, show us your phone. Genius. Come on. Yeah. He's got, I think, French defender I, under the, in the McCarthy era. I oh, I actually the, uh... today, today I had a Facebook memory come up and it just says fucking hell Zubar. So that must have been, was it Bolton? The back pass. When he absolutely yeah. screwed it. Yeah. That was yeah. 11 years ago today. Wow. Uh, Bayless. My hands on yeah. Which centre forward proved a good buy when he was brought in from Glasgow Rangers in 2001? Kenny Miller? Yeah. Yeah. We're on fire Very tonight. Good. Good. Uh, have that. There yeah, we go. one each. Shock on your face. <laughs> yeah, Can one each know? after round one, boys. Uh, back round to Sam. Paul Lynch was past his best when he arrived at Molyneux, as just discussed, but he could still be an inspirational leader. From which club did Wolves obtain his signature in 2002? Mm. I knew this one, weirdly. I don't know how, but. It makes you say Middlesbrough, please. Well done. Excellent. It is Middlesbrough. Wow. That's a good shout, to be fair. I reckon lot, that's one of them where you either know it or you don't. I yeah. Think, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an obvious the science one, of quizzing with Harry Mansell. Yeah. Uh, Jack, we're on now. From which London club did Wolves buy Sean Newton in 2001? <sighs> London yeah, club? Come on, that's it. That's, that's yeah. easy. Easy. Narrows it down. We did London clubs last week, Sam, and we didn't get any. <laughs> well, that, that's true. At least it was... A, not it wasn't 1801. Sure I don't know this. I think um, I know this. I think I know this. I think I think you two think you know it, but you don't know it because I think oh. I thought what you're thinking. Did you think what we thought we thought you thought? <laughs> yeah. Because I thought that you thought that I thought that you thought. Charlton. Oh, what a shout. Wow. I wouldn't <laughs> have got that. I'd have really? yeah. said West Ham. I thought Bayless would get that as a Charlton I, fan. So, I right. thought West Ham when I was reading it out earlier, and I thought you two yeah, thought, thought West, West Ham. You definitely, definitely thought West Ham. I did, yeah, yeah. No? Don't pretend you knew it was Charlton. Look at him. He, yeah, but he loves Charlton. He's a season ticket holder. Jack, Jack how did you I, pull that I out? just got a picture you... in my head of him in a red top. So I was thinking red top and London. London, wow. and that's well it. Well done. That was, awesome. that was a toughie, that. Well done. Jesus. Yeah. Very good. Uh, right, what are we on now? When Wolves won the... Ch- oh, Bayless is for you, by the way. When Wolves won the championship in 2008-09, local lad Carl Henry was on the field in all but three of their 46 matches. Which club had earlier sold him to Wolves? Oh, when are that? Ooh. Basically, where did we get Carl Good Henry question. From? A good question. Though. Henry. Right. People laugh when I say Henry. I know he went on to Bolton. Bayless is waiting for the comments to come pouring in. That's what he's <laughs> I'm not. He's I'm playing not. a long game. Playing a long game. 
I don't know the answer. I know. I reckon I know. Yeah, I'll is, say it, it, it's is it, a, is it, no, is it Stoke Bolton. City? It is Stoke, well done. So oh, wowie. After the two rounds, it's 2-2-1. Two, two, so the last round is just true or false. And it's on you, Sam. So 50-50. Andy Gray scored more than twice as many goals in total for Wolves as he did for Everton. True or false? False. It is true. No he way. 45 wow. goals for Wolves and 22 for Everton. Oh, wow. Throwing so, it away. You're left for the win, well. isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, Jack. Yes. Yeah. Right. No other club in the decade between 2010-11 and 2019-20 bettered Wolves' points total of 99 in winning the championship in 27-2018. True or false? Can you say that again? Sorry. What? So, <laughs> we got 99 points in 2017-2018. In that 10-year yeah. window, is that the highest points tally in the championship from a team who won it? True. No, it's got to be false. It's false. Reading, no. Reading get 101. It's, yeah, no, that's it's right. False. It's, it's less, no, no, no. It's Leicester. Leicester got 104. Wow. Yeah, so we were second that in that 10 okay. years. Yeah. So, so at the moment... It's a tie-break if I get this right. This, it needs to be a tie-break yeah, anyway. No, it'd be a draw because I ain't got one. Um, <laughs> we share the sports. <laughs> Whenever I hear a true or false question, it reminds me of shooting stars. Yeah, it's 50-50 it's chance, only one question. Wolves, Wolves 10-1 win over Leicester City on... 15th of April 1938 still stands <laughs> as their biggest ever league win. True or false? Um, <laughs> it's 10-1 our biggest ever league win. Hi, right, Grandad. Yeah. Um, uh, I've got a tiebreaker, by the way. I'll say true. Yes. So we're all drawing. Wow. Three-way I've tie. Actually, I've actually got a tiebreaker because I've, I left this out earlier, but it's a good one. Should we, write down, go should, we write, should we write in the private chat our answers and then Harry can read them out? No, no, no. What, yeah, uh, no. Because no. we'll see each of his answers Why first. Why do we WhatsApp oh, yeah. them to Harry? No, no, no. The question is, you've got to name seven players. Oh. So here's the, here's the question. We'll go around in, in a circle. Sam's foot. I'll tell you what, we'll start with Bayless and go backwards. In, the, in this decade, the 2000s to 2010, Wolves often seem to go for Sunderland players to purchase. How many such players can you name? If you get seven, you are some kind of fan. So there's seven players. We'll go around in circles, and if you lose, you're out. And that's between 2010 and 2020 or something, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. So there's seven players. Bayless, to start with you. Sunderland. I want to say Craig, but I thought it would be earlier than that. Who? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you're going to stick with that answer because you could be out. Well, I, thought it was, I thought it was earlier than that. Uh, let's go. Fletcher was from Sunderland, wasn't he? Nope. Uh, nope. So Bayless is out. There we go. <laughs> Wait, what, what years were we saying? Sorry. So 2010 from 2000 to, 20... to 2010. Oh, 2000. 2000. Oh, 2000. Yeah. Can I have Jody Craddock then. Yeah, yeah. That's correct. Bayless is still in. Craddock. Okay, oh. cool. Six Gary down. Breen. Uh, yes. Sam. Mm. Sunderland. I've got a lone player in my head, but I don't know if it's right. Kevin Kyle? Nope. So that's Sam oh. out. Bayless? Uh, I didn't got any more either, Dan. To say. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with something right. Neil Collins. Well done, yeah. Oh, well oh. done. Well yeah. done, Bayless. That was very one of the ones good. I thought you wouldn't get, to be fair. So that is very good. Jack? I, ba Bayless uh, might nick it here. I think Bayless might nick it here. Any forward players that we get from? Was it just defenders we get from Sutherland? Um, 
There is a forward player on here, but I doubt you'll get it. Ricky People are screaming. Uh, no, so, in in a, in a mad turn of events, Bayless has won. But <laughs> okay, so you, you got who did you get? You got Gary Breen, you got Neil Collins, you got Jody Craddock, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You could have had Paul Butler. Uh, wow. You could have had Stephen Elliott. That was the striker. Oh, oh, yeah. Did he come yeah. from Sunderland? Did he? Yeah. Oh, you could have had Alex Ray. Oh, of course. yes. God. And you could have had Greg Halford. Oh, Greg Halford. Greg Halford. Mr. Seven. Good little tiebreaker, that wasn't it? That was very good. Adam Bayless, you win the Very good. Don't know how, but you did. Congratulations. Uh, right, okay. Well, um, I think is that is that all we were going to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going back to watching Burkina Faso versus Senegal. Isn't everyone else? Oh, we didn't talk about the African Cup of Nations, did we? Sice is out. There we go. Welcome, <laughs> welcome home. Excellent news. Okay, uh, we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell, who's down his point. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That's a that was squash. Was See you all Saturday. Uh, please write us five stars on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to catch Jack's one star. Uh, Jack Williams. Bye. And Dan Bayliss. Yeah, goodbye, Wolves fans. And it is a goodbye for me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.